going to be hearing this morning for our devotional from uh, Louis Benjavar. Louis is uh, the youth pastor in our church. He is a, a good young man who loves God a lot. And, um, you know, he's sort of, uh, I have a particular bias towards him because I've not watched him for a number of years now grow from really a boy to uh, a young man. And uh, we're going to get a chance to hear from Louis for a few minutes, okay? So go ahead. Come on up. Let's give Lewis a good hand. Come on. Hey, you guys. Uh, it really is a privilege to be able to share with you guys this morning. And um, I don't know. I was I was thinking about this and praying about it. And uh, I just want to really share kind of from more, uh, you know, with teen perspective. And uh, I kind of want to share from Philippians 3.17. And I uh, just kind of want, let's jump right into it. Philippians 3.17. This passage really came to mind in, in terms of what our teens uh, are looking for. Paul said this, he said, Brethren, join in following my example. And note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. And right before that, he had talked about pressing on toward the goal and forgetting everything behind him, but apprehending Christ with everything he had. And um, I'll tell you, I've been working with teens for about five years now. Keung was actually leading it when I came in, and um, we went through some transitions, and, you know, slowly I ended up kind of uh, being at the helm. And in the last five years that I've been working with them, I've really noticed that they, they, watch, they watch people closer than we really realize. Um, I think the best times when I understand a little bit of how closely they watch us is when we have camps, when we go away for a week, place similar to this, and we're late night, and uh, they kind of let their guard down. And they start a kind of m mimicking uh, people that are older around them <laughs> and, uh, you know, people in the church and people in their families. And I mean, it's just, it's just, it's funny, <laughs> but it's, it's to the T, okay, <laughs> how, how they get it. And, um, and they do that to us too, you know, they do that to all the leaders and they just like, yeah, you have this and you have this and you do this and you always stroke your chin and, you know, you always lean forward when you're intense or something. And they have all these, they just watch everything. And um, one of the things I also noticed is that they, they constantly, not because of anybody necessarily has a, they don't, I don't want to say that they don't differentiate between people, but one thing they're able to do is, is see right to the core of who somebody is. And they're able to see through pretending. And they're able to see through a kind of, a, you know, just not re genuineness. And they're able to see the genuine person, right? But they're also, because of the fact that they're teens, um, anybody who's older and, and who's around them, they end up looking to, to kind of follow in their steps. And very easily, it, that's actually pretty easy for them to kind of see people who are older just because they're older. To say, you know, especially if they're part of the church, 
there's kind of an unspoken expectation that they know what they're doing. They know how to follow Christ. They know how to live life. And the way they act, the way they live, the way they talk, the way they move, they interact with each other, it's kind of the way you're supposed to do things. And so they, a lot of their cues are taken from us, even if you're not involved in the ministry. And I think a lot of times, too, when I've talked to people who decided to kind of join other ministries and stuff and been interested, one of the biggest things they worry about is whether or not they're cool enough to be a part of the ministry and whether or not they're relevant enough to work with teens. And I think that's a real big misconception because I think really they're not looking for that. You know, they're looking for what Paul told all the Philippians to look for, to look for people who, have, who, who live in such a way that they can follow their pattern, that they can, they can follow in their footsteps of how to follow Christ. And they're constantly wondering how to follow Jesus in this world. And there is, there is, um, there is a need for their pattern. You know, there is a need for pattern setters in that generation and in children younger as well. There is a huge need for them to be able to see people who know how to follow Christ and are able to take up their cross and be single-minded and, you know, fight the good fight and not be perfect, but be genuine and authentic in their faith and be passionate and be, you know, sold out. They they. They need it. In fact, this last summer camp that we went to, um, I was with junior high group, and that's about 11, 12 years old. And we were talking about, you know, purity stuff. And, and one of the guys, you know, he just, he was very, I mean, these guys are honest. <laughs> They're honest. They just say it. Yeah, they, they, just, they just say it, right? So one of the guys was just asking me and um, another leader, he's just like, you know what? Are there people who have done it? Are there people who are able to, to actually follow this and walk in this way? Are there? Because we, we need, I, I need to see those people, you know, who are 20 and 30 and 40 and following this way. And uh, I'm not, you know, of course there are, right? I mean, that's why we're here and stuff. But I think they inside want that. And I just wanted to kind of, I don't know, speak up for them and encourage all of you and just let you know, really, that you have a huge part in the next generation. Whether you're involved in the ministry directly or not, you, you are setting a pattern for how they will grow in Christ. Um, and when they see you at church, when they see you worship, when they see you at any service or at any kind of gathering, they are watching you. And it's, you know, that's kind of scary, right? <laughs> but, but they are looking to you whether they know you or not, whether you're on stage, you're roading, you're ushering, parking, whatever you're doing, they're looking to you. And you are setting the, the trail that they're going to walk on when they get to your age, you know. And um, I just want you to know that they need men. They need men to fight and fight with passion because, um, you know, one of our lives, and what I hear out of this is, is really our lives are not our own. You know, our lives are lived in the context of community, right? And so 
our personal decisions, our thoughts, our motives, our actions at work, in our family, in our relationships, they all come out um, in community. They all affect everything, and especially the ones coming up. So that's really what I wanted to just share, and really the question I wanted to ask all of us is what kind of pattern are we setting? You know, if people, if we were to have somebody follow us, what would they follow? What would they emulate? What would they copy? And the thing about anybody who's coming up in the way, they usually exaggerate what we're doing. And so when we do something, I've learned this the hard way. When I do something that kind of pushes the edge, they'll jump off the edge, you know. They'll run up to it, and they'll do it, and they'll take it to the next level. And, uh, and then I have to, like, shut down a fire, right? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, this is for fun. And now they're like, you know, hitting each other hard, right? <laughs> and <laughs> we're all getting in trouble now. And now Cornerstone, you know, so it's like, um, but they, they will take what you're doing. To, and that's great when it comes to passion for God. And that's why they're, they're known for being extremely passionate and emotional. And their rallies are high energy. And their music's loud, right? And they're, they're always jumping up and down. And they're always going. But, at, you know, what kind of pattern are we setting? And what kind of, what, what launching pad are we giving them? Where are they, they going to launch to? And how are they going to walk? Um, because of the lives we live. Even if we're not directly involved. Right? Obviously, if we're parents or if you're parents or involved in ministry or you have nephews, you probably already know what I'm saying. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of more speaking to people who probably don't have a lot of interaction with teens or minors. And I'm saying that you matter and that your life matters just as much um, as anybody directly influencing them. So that's kind of really what I had on my heart to share. And I really want to just ask that question, you know, what pattern are we setting? So, yeah, let's pray, and then, um, okay. Okay, so Father, I just thank you for, um, I thank you, God, firstly, for all the men that do um, set a pattern, God, and um, I thank you for the men in my life, God, when I was a teen, they were able to influence me, and I thank you for the uh, role models, Lord God, in this church. And I just pray, Father, for all of us that you would continue to sharpen us and continue to hone us, God, continue to focus our mind, um, that we may be single-minded and really striving after your prize, God, after your calling on our lives. I ask Jesus that you would um, strengthen us with your spirit, keep us with your word, God, and train us, train us, God, that we would be able to set a pattern for the coming generation, that they would be um, farther ahead of us and, uh, you know, stronger for the life that we live um, because of the life that we live, God. And I just pray for your blessing and uh, ask that you would continue to encourage us throughout this day. Speak to us, God, um, and pray for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen.